0: With so many more dogs, I think dog waste, all of a sudden, since I'm become like the dog poop lady, (laughs) um, (laughs) super cool. But there's so much more awareness around the the damage that it is doing in the environment when not dealt with. So I feel like the loop is timely for that reason.
1: Hi, I'm Tori Mystic, and you're listening to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast the only show dedicated to supporting women in all areas of the pet industry. In this episode, I am talking with Beth Harriman, the inventor of Do-Loop. Discover how Beth's experience of fostering two traumatized basset hounds led her to create the Do-Loop a handy leash accessory designed to give you a helping hand while walking the dogs and picking up after them. (laughs) Beth shares why she prioritizes sustainability and local job creation in the manufacturing process of her eco-friendly products made from recycled plastic. In our conversation, we also talk about the importance of picking up dog poop in a way that doesn't piss off your neighbors and the impact of pet waste on the environment. Beth's story highlights the impact that one woman can make on the dog world with a sustainably made invention that helps with an issue that we all face, dog poop. (laughs) But before I hit play on this interview, I need to take a moment to brag about four exceptional pet pros I've been working with for the past two months. You might remember hearing about the first ever course creator mastermind I launched back in March. It has been a fast-paced program to help pet pros create their very first online course. And guess what? everyone is ready for me to announce their courses right on schedule. I am so proud. Well, actually, I'm jumping the gun a little bit because I told everyone that I would share their courses with my audience on June 1st, but I just had to include this in today's podcast episode, so consider it an exclusive sneak preview. Like I said, I am so proud of everyone who participated in this program, and I'm beyond impressed with the courses they created. Are you ready to hear about them? Okay, I will start with two for pet parents, and then I'm going to tell you about two designed for pet pros to help you grow your business. The links to all of these will be in the show notes for this episode, and I will be sending out a big email to my entire list tomorrow with all the links and more information, so make sure that you're on my email list too. First up is a course for current and aspiring therapy dog teams. Are you ready to strengthen your bond with your therapy dog while enhancing your impact in the field? Check out Life Skills for Therapy Dog Teams. It's an online course by Sherry Rohde, a certified animal assisted intervention specialist and pro dog trainer. In this 10-week program, you'll learn to approach therapy dog sessions with calm, confidence, and resilience, creating a fulfilling journey for both you and your dog. Sherry also hosts the podcast Therapy Dog Talk, which you might be familiar with. Next up, Discover the keys to fostering a safe and positive interaction between children and dogs with a course by Melanie San Pietro of Wander Pups. In her course, Wag to Growl, you'll dive deep into dog body language, bite prevention, and creating a safe environment with simplified videos that even kids can watch and learn from, making this the perfect resource for families looking to live a peaceful life amongst their furry friends at home and out in the world. I'm really excited about that course. I think it's going to make such an impact on so many lives. Now for the two courses designed exclusively for pet professionals. If you are looking to expand your dog walking or pet sitting business, but you're overwhelmed by the idea of hiring, you need to check out the Positive Hiring Course, a comprehensive course created by award-winning pet care entrepreneur, Doug Keeling, who you might know as Doug the Dog Guy. In this course, Doug shares lessons from his decade-long journey managing a thriving team so you too can build your dream pet care team and take back your life. The fourth course that was created during this mastermind program is for positive reinforcement dog trainers looking to boost their dog training business through the power of social media. Social Videos Unleashed by Tiffany Chen of Paw Assistant is designed to make social video content easy. This course offers in-depth guidance on creating and leveraging short-form videos to reach a broader audience, attract more clients, and grow your dog training business. Take advantage of early enrollment and get a free Instagram audit as a limited-time offer from Tiffany. Don't all four of these courses sound amazing? I have been helping out behind the scenes through the whole process, so I can tell you how much care each of these pet pros is putting into their materials and how comprehensive every program is. I can't wait to see who enrolls and hear what you think. Again, All the links are going to be in the show notes for this episode. Plus, keep an eye out for a special email about these courses tomorrow. That will go out to my whole list. So make sure you are on the Where, Wag, Repeat email list. Now, I am excited to share this interview with Beth from Do Loop. She is such a cool, fun person to talk to. We even touch on Legally Blonde a little bit and maybe a potential TikTok dance challenge that Beth might be launching soon. So definitely check that out and enjoy this conversation. Beth Harriman is the founder and creator of Do Loop. She came to inventing and business later in life after working hard as a stay-at-home mom to three now-grown kids and many pets over the years. Coming from a background in fashion design, she never dreamed of working in the dog poop industry, (laughs) but being a mom for so many years makes problem-solving second nature for Beth. Hey, Beth. Welcome to the show. Hey, Terry! Nice to be here. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you about the do loop because I've seen the do loop around and this is a big issue for people. I think once you have a contraption to hold your poop bags, your full poop bags, you can never go back to not having that. Um, so it's it's one of the first things I recommend to anyone who's getting a new dog or who's had a dog for years and, and doesn't have one. Um, so for those of, those of, uh, my listeners who are listening and don't know what a do loop is, can you kind of tell us a little bit about it?
0: Yeah. Um, the do loop is a little leash accessory that you put. It's like, it's very lightweight and it's made out of recycled plastic and you hang it on your leash handle so that it's close at hand. And it only takes one hand and you basically, it's shaped like a little dog head. And then it has like a, uh, a, a channel since we're not showing you anything. And basically you just push the bag through and, and pull it down. And I kind of joke, but it's true. It holds a lot of shit. Um, and you, <laughs> and you don't even have to knot the bag. And the reason that, um, it's so it's a game changer, is that it came out of needing leash control, not out of um, poop, oh. you know? Yeah. It, tell us tell us more about that. Um, well, we had offered to um, basically foster two basset hounds that came to us totally traumatized, and we don't have a fenced yard, so we had to put them on leash, and they never um, walked before on leash. And so both ladies were, were wrapping my legs and trying to run away the whole time. And if I dropped a leash, they would have taken off. And both of Bassets on adrenaline are super fast (laughs) and embarrassingly, like I really couldn't catch them. So I needed a third hand because they also pooped like a lot. And so you needed, I needed something quick that I could. Hold on to two leashes and a bag and get the bags out of my hand. Um, so it came out of leash management, really. Oh,
1: interesting. Well, and I didn't realize you don't even need to knot the bag. I, I never realized that.
0: I didn't either. My husband figured it out. It's always the boys I th- feel like who <laughs> they want the shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> they want the shortcuts. I know. I know. My husband's like, You don't even have to knot. I was like, Really? And he's like, Yeah, you just pull it through snugly. And and some people like will reuse a bag if they've got a, like a delicate type poop and they want to conserve bags. So it's good for a lot of reasons, you know, oh, yeah. to not have to be able to knot it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, or sometimes you uh, don't realize it's your last bag but you still have a lot of walk left to do. and <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You're
0: in a exactly. Position. <laughs> exactly. There are a whole lot of reasons that not nodding the bag is like a very handy thing to not have to do. No yes. pun intended. Yeah,
1: um, right. Well, yeah. And having multiple dogs, like you said, it is, um, it's like a juggling act
0: holding all the different leashes. So, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it like I said, it was kind of a Hail Mary for my sanity because we had these two dogs and every time I would take them for a walk, I would just be a total stress ball. And that's not fun. And and it was a foster and I'm like, I can't do this. This is this is just nuts. And of course, they were so sad and darling. Um, We couldn't also. So anyway, it
1: all worked out. (laughs) So when you came up with this idea, what did the
0: initial prototype look like? Um, It was like the 4 a.m. thing. You know how you have your best thoughts when you're not thinking. Um, And you know what you need, but you don't know what it looks like. Um, So I went to a local hardware store with a lot of SKUs, actually, and just, like, walked really slowly up and down the aisles looking for – an idea like looking for a a spark and it came in the form of a potato masher of all things. And, and then I went home and I had some plastic stuff that I'd ordered and I just started playing around and came up with my first do loops. And I had all kinds of shapes, but I know it was kind of funny. So I sent some and I sent some to friends. And so I thought I'd just maybe sell them at fairs or something like this, but each one took me by hand, like five plus minutes to make. And they were kind of, when I look at them now at the time, I thought they were really quite wonderful, but now I look at them and like, wow. <laughs> They're a little bit wonky. <laughs> yeah. Super wonky. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Potato masher.
1: <laughs> so um, so did you actually sell at some fairs and festivals or did you kind of just skip that because you realized it was not worth it?
0: Yes. I skipped it cause it wasn't worth it. It was like when I used to make pinatas for my kids when we lived abroad and you couldn't buy one, it was like, and I would be making roughly five cents of an hour. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah, it wasn't, but I sent him to enough friends and things like that, that they were like, yeah, I think you should, you should make this. And so I actually contacted a local, um, industrial designer and who understood the purpose right away and refined the design to what it is, what it is now. And I think him, his name's Patrick Santaire and he's in Portland, Maine. And he just did such a nice job um, and introduced me to Gary the Molder, who's in Kennybunk, <laughs> who, who makes it. Um, so it just became this very um, local community business project. No, so it's been fun.
1: Are they still made in Maine? Oh, yeah,
0: totally. Oh, and yeah. I make them with recycled plastic and they're made in Bunk. And then the tags that they come on are um, printed up in Augusta. And then I have people um, do assembly with the ball chains. Those are made in New York, but I do assembly and I pay a living wage for that. I spent hours and hours t- testing myself with a glass of wine and crappy TV, um, trying to figure out like how long it would take to do it. Um so <laughs> I would tell my husband is like, I know it looks like I'm not doing anything watching the Real Housewives, um, but I'm, <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> this is an important task. This is an important task. Exactly. So anyway, yeah.
1: And I'm, sh- I'm sure it's come up and and people have asked you this, but um, why have you not moved overseas? Because that seems to be what everyone, their first thing is like, oh, you have to get this made overseas. That's so what-
0: Absolutely. The first time I took it, it was actually super zoo and I had a booth and I'd never even been to a trade show before. So it was, it was like really jumping into the deep end and everybody was like, you know, you should get them made in China or we can make them in. And and I was like, I don't want to, um, I can make them main needs jobs. Um, we can still make them here, which everybody looks at them and assumes that they're made in China. Um, but, you know, they retail for basically roughly 10 or below and, you know, so I can create jobs that actually pay, um, do it with a nice material because we don't need more plastic in the world and, um, and no single use plastic packaging and it's still freaking affordable. So it's like, it, anyway, I just felt like that was important um, at this time. We don't need everything is cheap and fast. All the time, as they say, you don't need the biggest piece of pie; you just need to make a bigger pie. So that's my that's my hope with these.
1: Well, and the pet industry is a is a very big pie, um, and people keep getting more and more dogs, uh, especially the last yeah. few years. So, what have you kind of witnessed in in the past couple of years? How has your business had to change, and ha- has it been affected by? um, by COVID and just all of the kind of the snowball effect of all the different things that impacted. Um, you know, I, 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 think that anyone who was having stuff made overseas, it was impossible for them to get their goods. So maybe it was a huge advantage for you to be manufacturing in Maine.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's their values basically that are important to people as like, we're all exactly when you couldn't get stuff from China. Um, and things were delayed in ports and stuff. And I feel like we have to be, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a global community, but I feel like it, there's value also in, in making things at home when you can. And, you know, just the carbon footprint and everything around it. And I think what's funny is with, with so many more dogs, I think dog waste all of a sudden, since I'm become like the dog poop lady, (laughs) um, (laughs) super cool, um, is that, and I get Google alerts for dog poop, like, like you do. And, and it's, but there's so much more awareness around the, the damage that it is doing in the environment when not dealt with. So I feel like, the Jew Loop is is timely for that reason too. I just got contacted by a water um, a water district in Washington State, and I've been contacted by those in Colorado too because the dog poop degrades and it goes it seeps into these water tables, which is not good for any of us. Um, and also some parks and stuff where people won't pick it up along the paths, and it changes the soil. Um, which is another huge pollutant. And then of course the gross factor and, you know, wildlife and other dogs getting sick from it. So, and then actually, which isn't funny, but it, it's like, but people like getting annoyed with their neighbors and stuff like that by putting it in their trash cans and people like actually getting into fights about dog poop, which seems it's like, everybody needs to take a beat about that. But um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it it seems like, um, maybe you have a a good answer for this, but, um, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that years ago, uh, you know, walking with my dogs in the woods, I was like, well, they're going to poop in the woods, the deer poop in the woods, the whatever other animals are out here, all pooping in the woods. What's the difference? Um, but, but now I know better. And so maybe you can speak on this a little bit is why is it
0: different? Like, why does it matter to pick up your dog poop, even if it's in the woods? Yeah. Or on your own property. I know I thought the same thing. Cause you'd see a bag like dropped and you're like, if you're just going to leave it, like, just let it go. But no, because the deer, you know, they say, does a bear poop in the woods? Well, yeah, but the bear also eats what is available in the woods and deer poop in the woods, but they eat what's available in the woods. Your dog eats what you give it. Um, if they ate only the things that they foraged for, it would be different but, um, but dog poop is like human poop. It's just like filled with parasites and bag- bacteria. That's just not good. So actually putting it in the toilet would be great, but that's not really practical with, you know, plastic. You can't do that. So, but no, it's it, like human waste itself. It needs to be, it needs to be processed. And yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you're right. It, it, it does cause like problems in neighborhoods and stuff. And I've I've just noticed in walking around my neighborhood and the parks that I go to is in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of new signs saying, don't poop here. Don't throw your poop here. Pick up your poop. If you don't pick up your poop, this will happen. You know, and it's like, what are we supposed to do? My dog has to take a shit and like, and I'll pick it up. But just like, there's so many signs everywhere. So it's has become a hot topic.
0: Oh my god. I know. And the thing of it is is everybody has more dogs and I think especially with covid like now I'm seeing more dogs in stores and more dogs in restaurants and there are a lot of um uh what do you call them working dogs, you know, su- emotional support dogs. So dogs are everywhere and if we don't pick up their poop, then they're less welcome in places. So I feel like to keep the positive dog stuff going like we have to like pick up their shit um, and do it in a respectful way because you're right. There are signs everywhere telling people to do it. And it's like, like come on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like, yeah. They like, can't why do can't, it with themselves.
1: Yeah. Or like, why can't we have nice things? And it's because some, one someone ruins, it. it's not like one person, but you know, someone doesn't pick up and then it kind of, it, it just makes people angry and it just, it leads to
0: all kinds of stuff. Yeah. it, it it casts a pall on, on all the dog owners. Cause then you don't know who it does. Um, you know, who's, who's doing it in some communities. I think it's funny. They like take DNA swabs of all the dogs poop. And then they. I give... have
1: heard of this. <laughs> I was
0: like, Whoa,
1: <laughs> I heard of this. This is like a, like a homeowner's association kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And some, I know it's wild. I'm like, that's hardcore, but you know, I guess they um, have guess. to
1: do what they have to do to enforce.
0: Fifi's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. poo is, is all right. Yeah. Yeah. A big old $250 fine would be, you would definitely not just leave that. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah it's do anything crazy. you can to figure that out. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, so speaking of your business, going from kind of fashion design and also um, being a stay-at-home mom, which is a full-time job. And then now (laughs) working in the dog poop industry, (laughs) like, I know you said you never saw yourself working in this space, but you know, what are, what are some of the things that kind of stand out to you? I mean, it's such a, such a niche, I think. Um, and, and I don't know what stands out as being
0: great about this niche that you're in. Um, I think what's, it surprised me because I didn't realize it at first, but you're right. It is a niche, but it's, but it shouldn't be, you know, I feel like years ago you didn't even pick up after your dogs, like your dog pooped and you're like, Oh, my dog pooped. And then, and then you were like, you take whatever plastic bag. And then they made plastic bags and then they had holders for the plastic bag. And I feel like the do loop is the next upgrade to dog poop life. Um, but well, you're
1: right. It's not really a niche because everyone's dog poops multiple times a day. So it actually is something that every single dog owner is
0: involved in. Yeah. It is. But it's really funny because in the business, why it's been, it's been really interesting and really fun um, because I'm trying to sell a product that doesn't exist meaning there's no noun to it. So it's, which I never realized at first. And I trademarked do loop, which if you turn it upside down and it's um, in lowercase, it still says do loop. So it's kind of like fun with words. Um, um, But it doesn't have it. You know what I mean? Like if you go on to things in your keyword search. So what do you call it? Well, I call it a do loop. Okay, obviously, uh, but 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 it's it it doesn't. It's like it's like a it's a you can describe it, but sh- there's not like a glass a or a plate right. or a phone or a table, which can be anything. But
1: because I always tell people, I'm like, you need a holder for your full poop bags. Because it's not a poop bag holder; it's a holder for your full poop bags, right?
0: And That's you need I- you need both. <laughs> Right. Right. And I'm working on one that actually does both. Um, It's at the patent office, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yes, (laughs) I don't mind putting empty bags in my pocket. I will not put full bags in my pocket. Um, That's just a, no, a hard, a hard, hard pass, but, um, (laughs) but yes, so that's been really interesting. And in the pet space, um, going to those super zoo or global and seeing all of the different, it's just wild to me how many products there are and how much innovation there is. And, um, it's just, it's just been a lot of fun,
1: but there's not much in like this particular product.
0: No, I'm the only one in the million square feet. I was, right. yeah. Which is pretty wild. My little 10 foot by 10 foot. Um, <laughs> it's, the only one, um, there. And people have said there are a couple other things that do the same function, but they don't do it as easily. Um, I tried them when I needed back when I needed a loop before it was before loops existed, I tried everything and, you know,
1: well, you're right. And there's, um, I just got a poop bag holder at some event. Um, and it has like a little clip kind of thing on the back of it that like could hold a bag, but it can only hold one bag. And it's like right. not, it's just not as good. Um, It's not as good. It just isn't. Yeah. Yeah,
0: this, like I said, it holds a lot of shit. Um, well, and I mean, that's
1: two Labradors. <laughs> I need a high capacity. Holder.
0: <laughs> exactly. Those are not delicate. I know Lucy and Bert have their job to do.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. They're good at, at their side of the business. Exactly. Um, and I'm good at picking up their business, but um, we definitely need
0: all the accessories yeah. that go with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More than one. So you can enjoy a nice long walk. Yeah. Well, yeah. so you
1: you had mentioned super zoo and, and global and some other trade shows a couple of times. Are those like, have those been game changers for your business? Is it something that you um, will keep going to?
0: Oh yeah. Um, I love, I'm looking forward to super zoo in August very much. Um, that's just, it's just fun. It's just fun getting to meet people and getting to meet, you know, the people with the stores. I've really focused on the independent stores so that people can shop locally and support their local mom and pops. Um, So yeah, that's been, that's been really wonderful.
1: And we had talked a little bit before we hit record about content creation and <laughs> dun dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> And uh how it's just like a whole other job that no matter what your job is, you have to kind of do this content creation. So um, you know, what what are some of the challenges with that? Because you it's just the one it's like the one product, right, that you have. Okay. So how do you keep it fresh? And How do you take good photos of picking up dog poop? Like what, how are you dealing with
0: this? It is a struggle. (laughs) It is a struggle. Yeah. How do you take a cool picture of dog poop? Um, and (laughs) you know, I'm still working it out. And, and also it's like, um, and it's small, the product itself is really small and it's lightweight, which is what you want it to be. Um, so trying to get a photograph that focuses on it. Anyway, it's been fun. I've worked with a couple of professional photographers who have noodled through some. And then when I'm walking with Belle, I've got my, you know, my phone in my hand and I'm trying to get anything that I can. And most of it is total crap. Um, but it's, yeah, no, it's, it it is, it's like a wild First, you know, yeah, it's could be a full time job quite yes. easily. Well, um, you know, there's
1: all these like trending TikTok dances. Maybe we need to come up with a dance that's like the bend and snap, but it's like you bend over <laughs> and pick up the dog poop. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'd love that. <laughs> and then slide it onto the do loop or something, the the bend and slide. The bend
0: and, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Or the I stoop and slide. Maybe the that's stoop bitter. and slide. Right. Right. Oh, we'll have to work on that. I love that. I'm
1: just, I I'm a big that. legally blonde and Reese Witherspoon fan. So I always find a way to work that in.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Cause I, that's so funny. Cause I literally just watched that like last week. You know when you just need a movie that you 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 just it's like that
1: you know yeah, yeah it's just going to be good and funny and light and yeah
0: exactly exactly I was having too heavy a day and I, and I came up on the thing at Legally Blonde I thought I'm going to watch that yeah Bruiser
1: yes. oh my know. gosh Beth yeah you should get um like a isn't Bruiser is he a Chihuahua I think
0: he was like that little Chihuahua yeah. dog right and she's like Bruiser everybody's going to love you
1: <laughs> you need to Bruiser, get a Chihuahua to do the stupid slide.
0: <laughs> That's also funny because my daughter has another rescue that she's like a friend brought from um, Mexico that has all of it. <laughs> Here
1: we go. All right, well, I'll participate. I don't. I don't know if I'll make it go viral, but I'll participate in the trending dance.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody wants to see me dancing. I have to find some dancers. <laughs> And actually I'm going out to Seattle. I'm very excited. Mud Bay, one of the um, in, independents that I sell to and stuff like this, they're doing this whole um, thing for their employees. And so anyway, it's like a trade show, but without selling just, which is going to be, I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Oh, cool. Um, Cause it's just, then it's you just to do the talking and get to know people. It's the best part.
0: Exactly. And I'm trying to find out, I've tried to figure out a game Um, to do at the booth? Because again, you're not selling. So it's like how to get somebody to do it. So I'm thinking maybe this, this, this dance thing.
1: Or I just had an idea because I love everyone in my world knows I just have too many ideas. Um, The the thought that just came to mind was like a pin the tail on the donkey. So if you had a do loop hanging and give someone a poop bag and blindfold them and spin them (laughs) around, and then they have to find it and like slide the bag in.
0: Oh that's good. I love. It. <laughs> I know I was I was one of my ideas, and it could well be approved about. I was like having a contest like if I have like on the trade shows, they always say, use citrus as stunt poop. like worst case scenario it's citrus. and you know, like Clementine's. Oh, like and an, I thought like if a they lime could, or something. oh, okay. yeah. and have them pick up as many poops and get it on a do loop as a race. Yeah, like in fifteen seconds. That'd be I funny. Know. I like, but that. I like, but I like spinning around and seeing that you can still do it, even dizzy and yes,
1: <laughs> blindfolded and dizzy,
0: <laughs> blindfolded and dizzy. You can still do this.
1: <laughs> well, Perfect. whatever whatever you end up doing now, I'm really curious. what You have to share. Make sure you create some content and post
0: about it. <laughs> I can use help. <laughs> I will definitely, I will happily, happily, happily accept help on this one. Yeah. I didn't know. It's... I bought one of those little Pivo things and I'm like, ah. Oh
1: yeah. That's like the um, tripod that follows you around and does stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not me. Um... <laughs> that It looks like a pretty cool tool though. I have to say. Oh, people do amazing things with all kinds of stuff. It's um am- yeah. It's, it's the, it's a user. What's that user, user error or something like that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's okay. We, it's hard to be all things to everyone. And that's one of the challenges of, of running your own business.
0: That is one of the challenges. I know it's like so many hats, like one head, but I'm this bend and snap thing. Now you've just got me on a, like a thought train. (laughs)
1: I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm like just picturing, like, you know, I mean, I do this many times every single day is bend over and fill right. up a bag. Yeah.
0: Right. No, that's so funny. And you know, something very exciting too, that just happened, um, you know, queer eye Bobby Burke. Yes. I love, I love that group. It's like nice people doing nice things for yes, nice they're people. Wonderful. They're great. He, um, he put the do loop on Twitter. Oh, I know. And there's and a whole honest- new
1: season right now
0: of queer eye. So I getting know. all this promo. I know. And he made, and he made those frat guys clean up their own mess. I love that. Yes. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> you go Bobby, that'll be more meaningful, <laughs> but yeah. So that was really fun, but I don't know like how he found out about, it. so this is, it's, it's, it's interesting. Finding out how people find out about products, you know, what, so the trade shows have been wonderful for that, but other times stuff comes just totally randomly. And I'm always fascinated by that. Yeah,
1: I guess it's being in like the independent shops in different cities and maybe Bobby saw it there somehow.
0: Yeah. I have no idea. I was just super excited. This is like, that's very that's so cool. cool. I know, am yeah. very excited about that.
1: Well, Beth, it's been so fun talking to you. It seems like we could go on and on, brainstorming all day long, um, but this episode has to come to an end. So um, if you could tell my listeners, where can they get their hands, get their paws on a do loop and learn more?
0: Um, if you want to find out if your local store has it, if you go to the do loop.com, there's a store finder. And you can see if you can shop and, and at your local store, and that would be wonderful. Um, if you can't, you can order them directly online at thedooloop.com. And um, yeah, I think that's probably the best thing to do.
1: You're so wonderful. I love that your first thing is, you know, find, use the store locator to shop local. And then second choice is buy directly from you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, again, I feel like, you know, the it's... I love doing the wholesale and I love meeting all these wonderful people and they know their customers and they talk to them. And I just, again, it's kind of like making a bigger pie and supporting, you know, when we were all in our hiding holes over COVID, you really missed just getting out and being able to look at things and stuff like that. So, yeah.
1: Yes. Anyway. Get out there, go to the local store and strike up a conversation while you're at it, I guess. Yeah,
0: you find all kinds of cool things at these places.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, thank but you, you so much. I didn't know you needed. I know, I, I know. I always, I, I actually, I was gonna say anytime I go to the pet store, but honestly, anytime I go to any store, <laughs> I find all kinds of things that I never knew I needed.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Well, thank you so much, Beth. Thanks for um, sharing your story and your time. And this was a really fun conversation. Thank you so much.
0: I really appreciate it.
1: Some of the best conversations happen after the episode. Send me a note on Instagram at Repeat, or find even more women petpreneurs to connect with in our private Facebook group called Wear Wag Repeat Labs. If you want to dig into more episodes, resources to grow your business or find a link to something we discussed. It is all right there for you at wherewagrepeat.com. I'll see you back here next Wednesday for a fresh conversation.